You're listening to the Quiet Geist podcast, episode eight, Octogeist. <laughs> I'm Martin, and I'm here with Des, as Hello. always. Um, how are you? Yeah, nice to see you. Um, right, well, normally we cover the news for a bit, yeah. but if you've been living in the UK, you'll see there's only been one thing happened in the news this week. And that is that WWE professional wrestler Fandango's theme music <laughs> <laughs> has uh, entered the UK chart after... Um, Everybody at WrestleMania and at the Raw afterwards danced and sang along to it. Um, so that that needs to be a recurring theme. That I I, I want. Fan, right, fuck it, we're going to talk about fan. Yeah, right, damn right, we are. That's the important thing yeah. that's happened. No, that that video you sent was so fucking funny. Yeah. Basically, what's happened? Last week we were talking about wrestling because it was WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. Um, the night after WrestleMania, they just do the weekly television show that they do every week. Um, and there's this new wrestler called Fandango, who's basically sort of a spoof of Dancing with the Stars sort of thing. He's just he it's like dances. Like a Spanish sort of yeah, he was ballroom and dancing and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, and he's got this theme tune when he comes out and he's dancing with all his dancers. He's got this like cha-cha theme song. Yeah, it's a proper generic. Sort yeah, of it shit. It's <laughs> simple like Spanish dancing cha-cha theme it's, thing. It shit. It's, his, it's his pretty sort shit. Of, his character is pretty is dodgy. Yeah, it's it, like really like. It's yeah, it's dodgy. But for some reason, everybody's just decided that they love it. <laughs> like during his match, they were singing his theme tune all the way through the match. But not just during his match, they yeah. carried on all night. <laughs> there were like four matches after his match, and they were just singing Fandango's theme song all the way through. There's been TV shows since then, and they're still. It's like everybody who goes to wrestling is just constantly humming Fandango's theme song <laughs> in the background. That that should be like. I want the fans just to fall in love with him. If WWE is smart, they'll play it so that they'll have him so he's like, shut up, stop mocking me. Yeah. You know, like he, he's angry, but everyone, that, that everyone loves him. That's a new angle, that. Um, and the fans created it. And yeah, so it's gone from like America, um, the episode of Raw after WrestleMania, um, to now apparently it's charted in the yeah. UK. So there's a big, been a big campaign. It was at like number, I think it might be in the top ten on the iTunes charts. Really? And it's just what, scraped in the in. UK. Yeah, in the world, I guess the iTunes charts. Yeah, yeah. And it's just scraped into the top forty singles charts for this weekend, I think. So that means that if it has, then it will have to be played on Radio One chart show today. <laughs> Whoever dehydrated those pirates could not have foreseen their accidental rehydration. With the heavy water we use in recharging the atomic pile. You saw it yourself, Robin. The slightest impact was sufficient to instantly reduce them to antimatter. Speaking of the charts. Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> it's a perfect segue, actually, isn't it? Um, it's probably going to get to number one. Yep. Ding Dong, the Witch is Dead. Yep. Which is absolutely. I, I like that song. Yeah. Like, you know, going to whether it. It's a good idea or not, but I like the song. I think it's um, a pretty polite protest against yeah, um, a it, politician who a lot of people felt very strongly against. Yeah, it's it's lighthearted, whimsical, yeah. fun. But you the thing I mean? is that the the sort of Daily Mail, Daily Telegraph, like right wing 
hate the BBC have gotten the way and they're not going to play this on, on the chart show. Yeah, no, they're going to play a few seconds of it. Yeah. Like, they're going to play a clip of the song. Yeah. Which, I, you know, BBC weren't going to impress everyone, were they? They were either going to piss them people off or these people off. So yeah. they've done it so they're just... They're pissing everyone off a bit. Yeah. <laughs> like, think, that's what they've done. I, I just wish... They're not infuriating anyone. They've just sort of annoyed everyone. A lot of the time, I just wish the BBC could grow a pair of balls. <laughs> like and Margaret just... Thatcher had. <laughs> Yeah. We're, we're gonna go. Should we go there, Matty? Should we get to Margaret Thatcher? Right, we're gonna talk about Margaret Thatcher. Right. Thatcher's dead, everybody. I'm sorry to break this to you because you've not heard it at any other point mm-hmm. during the week, over and over again on every single TV channel when you turn on the TV and on the front of every newspaper and in every conversation that everybody is having. Um, it, it literally been the old like we're edging closer to nuclear war. We'll get to that in a yeah. bit because <laughs> there is an update on on the the King King John Gun from. But, um, no, we decided, because I, I was quite pressured, because we've never had a response online to something that we're going to do in Quiet Geist, quite like the Margaret Thatcher subject. Well, yeah, I mean, that's... We've, I've, we've never had a response like that, so I felt a bit under pressure, because I said I'm going to speak in her favour. Yeah. Like, you know, basically we'll do top trumps and yeah. and see how Margaret Thatcher first. And I'm going to speak in her favour, and now I think I'm on the... I think... A lot of people I know are going to listen to this and decide whether they still like me or not. <laughs> like, let's get it clear, I don't love Margaret Thatcher. I'm just going to speak in her favour. I did a, re- did a bit of research, though. I, I wanted to do more research than I've done, but I've... I'd, You've got a lifetime of hating Margaret Thatcher. I hate Margaret Thatcher. Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> I, I'm just... She's just died, it's weird to say I hate Margaret Thatcher, isn't it? But I'm going to say it anyway. Well, no, she I mean, was a divisive politician, and people are sort of acting like everyone's being really disrespectful by not being that impressed and not eulogising her. But people really disliked her, and it should be a talking point yeah. again. People should be reminded that she's not just the Meryl Streep character in that one-sided film, and she's not just this in, imaginary figure that the Conservatives seem to have invite, invented this week, Hello. who everybody loves. Like she came not, down she, from the heavens. And she <laughs> really, like, a lot of people hate her, and with very good reason. <laughs> but I'll, should I let you go first, or do you want me to go first? <laughs> well, the, the, the problem, right, right. Because I, I thought long and hard about this, and the problem we were saying just before we started is it's hard to to summarise something that's quite so detailed. Yeah. So I feel people listening will be saying... Not going to that though. But what about this? And this is it's a thing, bit right? hard to summarise it, but this is what I was saying what? when we started. I've just posted something on Facebook about it, and I got a bit of an argument going in the comments. <laughs> you, which you, you're going that's going to happen. Yeah, and I mean, I don't. The argument is just going to go on and on, isn't it? Because everybody has made up their mind. Yeah. We might as well spend the next 20 minutes quoting steps lyrics at each other and then say, <laughs> so how do you feel about Thatcher now? And we'll have pretty much the same opinion on yeah, that. Yeah. I don't, I'm pretty certain nothing you say now is going to change what I think because I've considered both sides of it yeah. and i come down on very much on the negative side. <laughs> well, right, because I, I, I've never really looked into it back for 25 years of my life, it was always shit up milk. And that's as much as I knew, because we didn't... We were very, very... We were too young to remember yeah. being under Margaret Thatcher's... Like, the first Prime Minister I remember, oh, that's the Prime Minister, was John Major. Just because spitting image took the piss out of him. Yeah. At the time, that's the only thing that... Where I was aware of who our Prime Minister was. Um, so it's a bit before our time. But So I've done more... I've, I found out more about Margaret Thatcher over the weekend... Than I ever have done, and I did what I did watch the Iron Lady, yeah, which was a bit. Uh, it's one-sided film. It it didn't really go into much of a 
policy and such. It was just more about her. Yeah. Like, personally, rather than... Because it did show a car getting attacked all the time. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah it, it only told a part of the story. You'd need a fucking, like, ten-volume book to get, you know, go through everything. But, right, I, I summed it up like this, right? I was thinking about it, and I thought, right, because, like... You you go ahead and try and right. give a balanced summation while <laughs> Look I sit here. much of a, of a build-up I'm giving to this. It's only a couple of paragraphs. But... While I sit here and heckle you. Right, right, right. <laughs> oh, should I right. Have to, I'll be quiet until yeah. you finish then. Yeah, let me quiet. finish. It's two, yeah, okay. I've got two paragraphs. Okay. Because... I don't want to go too much into a specific thing because it just otherwise it can all be about one specific thing. I feel what? genuinely pressured. Right. Like, don't like, don't worry. Well, as soon as I'm done, dive I in. I feel like right? I have to make notes of the points that you're about to make. Yeah, go on. Okay, <laughs> there's like a proper debate. Yeah. Like, right, right. No, I've, I've summed it up. The good, the bad and the ugly. Right? The good thing about Margaret Thatcher, this is where I'm going to require you to be quiet for a bit. I'll, I'll be quiet until you finish. Right, right. Okay. Right. Thatcher came in with a job to do, and she succeeded in doing it. Britain was still dealing with a post-World War recession, and was economically one of the weakest countries in Europe by quite a margin. She got Britain back on track by the end of her term as Prime Minister, and Britain was in the top three economic countries in Europe. She also got a... a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm making notes on what Daz has put, and I've just written the word no. <laughs> right, hang on. She also got a generally well perceived deal in the EU, not a whole lot of opposition to that. And the sort of resolute attitude that she had, like it or not, held her in good stead come the Falklands conflict. Because there is criticism to her for that, but I don't think it's as strong as some of the other criticisms against her. I think that's mainly just because people hated her, but anyway. And she was the only, right, because the plan did work, like, to get Britain economically great again. That did, she was elected three times in the 20th century. The only person to get elected three times in the 20th century. And I worded that correctly because Blur got elected again in the 21st century. So that's technically, I'm, I'm blagging through on a technicality there. But all in all, she did give us uh, medicine and give us the kick up the backside we needed or just pick a metaphor that helps, right? Or that that works for you. But the bad thing about that, right, all that's true. Because what I've tried to do there is just put in what is actually true. I disagree that right, all that's I, true. Right, hang on. But the bad, bad thing about Thatcher is she did it all at any cost. Like, literally at any cost. Like, regardless of how people will be affected or... Like, how bad the North-South divided get, and Scotland, she fucked off altogether. Like, Conservatives are fuck all in Scotland. You can almost see why they want a referendum. Because no one in Scotland voted for a Conservative. Really. No, they used to have, like... Before Thatcher, the Conservatives had some seats in Scotland, and yeah. she just wrecked it. Yeah, no, exactly. There is no Conservatives well, in Scotland anymore. And it probably will lead to... Scotland opting to come out of the United Kingdom because they'd never want the Tories yeah. in again. Well, I mean, just to go off this, but yeah. yeah, no, the point is, she wanted to get, she came, like, Britain was in a, a fucked position, worse than we are, like, the post-World War recession was worse than what we're currently <coughs> dealing with, and it, it was all food rations and all that, you know, it was a different time, really, but, like, we were stealing the real from that, and she got us economically back on track to a much, much stronger position than when she first started. She got, it to, she got us to a much stronger position, but the problem is, she did it all purely by facts, figures, statistics and data. Fuck how people are affected, fuck the three generations who are all now unemployed and communities and towns that are just dying now. 
there was no emotional side to it. And when you're the leader of a country, you need you need to, you know, it's a hard juggle, but you do need to juggle it. And she worked purely on one side and did the job doing, like working on that one side. But that's why it stirs up so much emotion because she really didn't, there was no thought of, right, we can't do that because I know this costs us some money, but it holds these communities together. You know, there was none of that. It just seems purely economic and it worked. But that's why everyone, that's why she still stirs up so much passion you know so that's the bad that's the good and the bad about it the ugly thing she's ugly <laughs> I she mean, was quite a dish back in the day though I'll, I'll hand her that back in the day she was a bit really? bit of a dish yeah I reckon so I don't agree with the stuff that you said about what she did with the economy I don't believe that she fixed the economy I think that she she tore it apart in a way she changed it but Britain was in a much stronger place when she when, left than when she started it was no, much stronger the the Labour Party that um, took over from the Conservatives inherited a recession. There were two recessions under Thatcher. Two. She, she, when she inherited, the, when she got the country and she took over as Prime Minister, the recession came after that point and it was because unemployment tripled. Britain, oh no, unemployment went... One in, I think it's, it's never been as high. One in eight people in the country were yeah. unemployed. And that's because she just waged an all like war. On the working classes, on and not on the in- industry. It weren't just on a working war. On, it weren't just a, a war on working classes. It was it was more a case of cutting off what costs money and what costs money was like. You know, the mines, all the things that were subsidised. Well, they're costing money. That's something that's growing much better worldwide. Basically, Britain's not got a strong future in that. So let's just cut the card now. Fuck how many millions it's going to unemploy. Yeah. So I'm. But how much but money did it then cost in benefits for the unemployed and nothing was in place to put to get those people into any sort of work? Yeah, oh no, that's the thing. She, she didn't care about getting, you know, helping mm. people. Helping people wasn't a concern. When I'm in a position on track was a concern. When I'm in a position where you sometimes see a politician saying that one of the ways that we can sort of get out of the energy crisis that we've got on high energy costs is coal production. Because at the moment we're needing to use coal still, but having to buy it in expensively from abroad. Mm. And she, the reason I think that she, I've read things and I've read things from within our government that say that she was using unemployment as an economic strategy, not just she didn't care if it affected people, she was using it as a way to sort of re, just remould the economy into something else, which was the, well, she before she came into power, the unions had a lot of power. Yeah, and that's why she, that's why she got into power because she said that she was going to deal with them. There was the winter of discontent where everybody was on strike. People hated it, and that's why they voted Thatcher in. So she, you know, she went to try and deal with that. But along with doing that, she killed off. You can argue whether it's a good or a bad thing, but she killed off the entire left in this country. It used to be that workers were politically involved. They were activists. You know, they they had power. People had power. The masses in jobs had power. And she killed that off. She she took away all their power by taking their jobs, which lowered all the wages, which meant that people at the top of companies could make more money. It just... I mean, I'm, I'm rambling on quite strongly <laughs> about it. But no, no, you, you get you silent for me, so I'm being quiet. Yeah. But, um... No, I, the thing is, I agree with most of that. The, the, the whole unions thing, that's a, a separate debate, really, because the unions were getting... Too, like they could basically write policy and they were completely un it, they were unvoted for it was undemocratic they were taking liberties it, it, the more you read into it the more you, you you know something had to be done with it well whether she had the right form because unions are still strong now so she didn't kill it all together she just used a lot of it unions but. if they were 
um, run right, it should be strong. If the if the run right, but if the run wrong, which every every system's got it, some of it run wrong, but there's no democratic process to unions. So if someone if if a baden is in a position of power in the unions, then it's someone that you can do nothing about. So it did need something doing about it because there was a lot of that going on. So th- there's there's good and bad to that. But but the thing is, I reckon. Britain was a, a much stronger, well, Britain, it's not a reckon, Britain was stronger when she left. She paved a lot of the way for Labour to grow and have that boom of the first half of the Labour government. Like, but she that, had two recessions during her that. time. She, she, also, she, other negatives about Thatcher, she privatised everything. Before Thatcher came in, we owned the gas, the electric, um, our travel, uh, we owned everything. We had that power. And then she just sold it all off for a quick buck and now we're all at the mercy of the markets for basic essential needs she's the reason that we now have such soaring energy bills but the, there's again there's two sides like I because the thing is both sides are right there's no this is right and that's wrong they're both like that all that is exact, like, exactly right but the, the other side to it which is also right is that they were costing a fork but they were costing what we couldn't afford or, or, you know, maybe not all, like, not as, maybe not as full on as she was with it. But it was costing more than we could afford. And no, I don't quality, she, the no, quality she, from them services improved drastically. There were no more blackouts and all that shit. Rail. The quality of our rail has, has increased. Give or take some exceptions. I mean, I, I'm saying that, but I do know that it was actually John Major who privatised rail, but it was carrying on what she yeah, started. Yeah, well, if, if she were there, she, yeah. I'm sure she'd have done it as well, yeah. But I don't agree that the... It's not improved the... And a lot the of the services if, improved. A lot of them improved when they went private because they had to compete. They weren't just... This is... This she is was is. all for free market capitalism, so she would have done that whether it had increased the services or not. And I don't think it did. BT. Have you ever had to ring BT? We used to own BT. Any, any fucking phone network. Anything. Any she, network like that, I hate ringing. She it's didn't. the most infuriating experience in my life, ringing, ringing any major corporation. No, whereas we used to own these things that are making billions of pounds worth of profits for private companies that are based abroad, so we're not getting that money. We could be making those profits. Am I missing we, something? No, but we couldn't afford them at the time. That, that's we the, could afford them at the time. She cut, no, she cut income tax for the, the wealthiest in the country by more than 50%. How could we not afford them? That was where our priorities oh, were. That's... I know that's a separate thing. Though. We I, could I, afford them. With but, that, I'm in agreement I'm with, with you almost for that, but... Um, we, could, we couldn't afford them because she wanted her priorities, priorities to lie differently, but she, you can't say we can't afford this stuff when you're cutting income tax for people who are earning the most in the country by more than half. It's, and she doubled VAT, which means that the taxes are hitting the poorest rather than the people who she's cutting the tax for the most. Um, inflation ended up at something ridiculous, like 20-odd percent. Like, she, she was... She ended up sort of getting all these things under control, but it was at a huge personal yeah. cost. No, that, that, that's exactly which that's it exactly was an unacceptable. She, she got cost. it all under control. She did, and she got it all well under control. Secured great deals from Europe, you know, monetary wise. She did a cracking job, but she did it all at complete at personal cost to everyone. And, and it that, that, that's why it stirs up so much. So she did some things which which did help. There was a medicine there. That metaphor doesn't exist for nothing. But it's also given us some new problems. So the medicine was, was the fucking, The medicine was heroin. Like, <laughs> honestly, there were people. The the north of this country was a thriving community with people who cared about each other. And I've been reading things this week where people are saying like, um, 
before Thatcher, you just it would it would be amazing to think that you could be robbed by your neighbour's child. Mm. And then after Thatcher, she just left it a barren landscape. Nobody had jobs. Nobody had any hope. She wasn't giving any hope to these people. Like there were no work schemes or yeah. anything like that. There was benefits. But I heard somebody argue, like a conservative argue, that you know she didn't cut public spending. Everybody says she cut public spending. She didn't cut public spending. Unemployment tripled. That's why she didn't cut public spending, because you have to take into account unemployment benefits. But in other areas, of course she cut public spending. Well, that's the thing, all these things like, you know, broken communities and all that, that it, it happened and it seems the further north you go, the worse people speak of We've it. We've never recovered from it, though, that's yeah. the thing. We've no, never no, they, recovered from it. And know, it didn't need to be done to in a way that she did it. Just a few years older than us and you get a lot of hard reaction like up north. I'm sure if you went places closer to London, which is a typical conservative way, that things will be a bit rosier, but... Well, she restructured the economy so that you, it wasn't the power wasn't based in the sort of industrial north. It was the financial centre in London. She started all that, and that's still how it is today. The, the economy is unbalanced, and London, it's all based on the financial sector yeah, in London. Yeah, it's all based and oriented in London. The milk, the milk snatcher thing. It's that's like it seems like in a way a bit of a minor thing, doesn't it? But well, it's symptomatic, it, I think. No, it was symbolic. Like the, yeah. the, the milk was a symbol, but no, because I remember having milk at school, and then I remember not having milk, and that might have actually been just because I got to the year in school where you no longer get milk. I can't she remember. Cut it far above sevens. Is that right? I, I don't know. Right. But it, that that wasn't that wasn't going to change anyone's life. It was more of a. That was it. Was more of a symbol. It's symbolic. She's taking away the milk. She's taking milk from children. It's symbolic you know, of a lot of other things that she did, and of our lack of regard for the poor. Yeah, yeah. Because no, that's what it's. Yeah. The reason that there was milk, free milk in school, is because they'd found in studies that um, there was a link between low income, poor nutrition, and bad re- underachievement in schools. And they decided that one of the main things that could sort of help that was give people milk mm. once a day. You get a bit more nutrition. It, it could help. And she just... Then again, I've heard the milk was... Again, it was a different time. You've got to wonder how refrigerated stuff was and how long it's been left out. I remember it being a bit grim. Yeah. But it it was more what it symbolised rather than it, you know, having any sort of tangible effect on anyone. But, um... Well, no, it was about... That was why they had it. Because it was nutrition for people who didn't have a high income. And that was supposed to lead to higher results. No, I mean... Which is what Jamie Oliver's argument nowadays, isn't it, really? Yeah, well... Because Jimmy Oliver just goes America and cries about it. <laughs> so, but no, the point is that if you got burgers and chips on your menu, then and you're not getting the proper nutrition at home, then that's going to affect your concentration, and mm. you're not going to be able to achieve as well in school. And I mean, the deregulation that she did, she deregulated that she led to that burger and chips in the school canteen because she deregulated everything. She wanted the markets to have freedom to. I don't know, Labour didn't change that in the 13 years or so that they were in power. I mean, no. just, well, they just did hold do. that to her. Not really, come on. School dinners didn't improve anything over, you know, during her growing up. It was all... I don't know, I don't think she completely ruined school dinners. I, I think, you know, I think there's a stronger factor of things than that. But, but it's the deregulation, that's just one of the things that she deregulated. Mm. She also deregulated the financial sector, and all ever went further. Yeah. But she started that train in motion. Mm. Um, I, I'm going to say, I don't think, I think every politician, probably since the, the, you know, the major financial markets were set up, has got blood on their hands, as far as that goes. I think everyone's got blood on their hands there. I, I mean, I, I could easily just... So I'll stick by the Conservatives and dive at Labour for creating the mess that we're in now and just sort of quote all that. But I think everyone has known that it's a completely fucked up system. 
I think, I think the whole business of offshore tax havens is just, I, I can't understand yeah. how that's justifiable for any anyone to be able to enter a tax haven. I mean, I'm probably just being naive. Someone will probably say, actually, John, it's because X, Y, Z. But by but deregulation... I, 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 I can't think of it, how it could be justified. By deregulation think... of the financial sector, I'm talking more about the things that have led to, you know, sort of casino banking and, and yeah. basically the banking crisis. And I can't blame Thatcher for the banking crisis, but she set the trend in motion. Labour should have done something about it and regulate Yeah, Labour chewed it along. Yeah. They, you know, they're, they're all as good. I, I, but I'll tell you what Labour did. Any over, another one over there. Over I was, when I was looking into this, I was surprised, actually, by the extent to which New Labour carried on a lot of what Thatcher had done. Yeah, that's what I mean. That, but, that, that's why I like the fact that I am not loyal to any party. That, but on the other... I'll, I'll go at them all critically, like... The, on the other side, what Labour did was introduce like a minimum wage, and you know, there's other things that Labour, Labour did, did a lot of good things. Labour did yeah. the other side, you know, the New Deal for the unemployed. They yeah. did. They tried to fix some of the problems that were there with what mm. Thatcher was doing, like yeah. the other side that she hadn't looked at. Yeah. But, well, that's it. Look, I mean, like I said, Thatcher did a job economically, but completely fucked over the sort of emotional and personal level of Britain altogether. And Labour picked up the pieces. They did. Labour did a cracking job with a lot of it. I just... I just Labour's a story of two halves, though, because you get half of Labour, it's all, things are going to get better and happy days, and then you get the, the war. You can't mention Labour yeah. without the Iraq <laughs> and Afghanistan war coming up, can you? I mean, I don't agree with you that she fixed the economy. That's the thing. I, I, I disagree with that central point. I think she did. She two, did. two recessions, triple unemployment, doubled the VAT... Of, from where it used to be, um, inflation got to about twenty percent. Economically, Britain was in the bottom three when it when she started a, a term. And by the end of the final term, we were I think we were behind France and Germany as economies uh, economic economic strength in Europe. It's just there was no there was no concept of what it will cost to do that. The major thing that I think is unforgivable is the social impact. Yeah, no, the social impact. She had a hard job to do because Britain was in a shit way. And Britain was a much more sexist place back then. you got to hand credit to that. A woman getting elected three times when Britain was a much more racist and sexist place back then. Yeah, oh, she was pretty racist. <laughs> <laughs> Just to throw that in there. Yeah. I was reading recently. Um, she uh, pandered to the National Front when she got elected as one of the ways to get her elected. Yeah, well, um, when, when that comment came up on Facebook that she supported, and, yeah. and I thought... That can't be true. Why have I never heard that? Why yeah. doesn't anyone lead with that when they're talking about <laughs> Margaret Thatcher then? Thatcher, for a long time, was the only Prime Minister to not have any other women in a cabinet. So yeah. she wasn't exactly giving, like, a leg, uh, oh, hand no, up no. for any... Yeah. Um, and uh, did she, in the long run, make it any easier for a woman to get to, say, the top of the Conservative Party? There's, there's more women now in politics than then. I guess. She did break a door down with that, but she didn't exactly fight a cause with it, though. No. You know, she just sort of was there, like, doing it. But, um, it's more like Diane Abbott contended for Labour leadership, didn't she? Yeah. She's racist. <laughs> She's fucking racist. I heard her I say... hate Diane Abbott. <laughs> I fucking hate the woman. What makes her she's racist? Is it this thing that... I remember something vaguely about it. Well, no, she, um... You, you know the term playing the race card? Yeah. She, she, she does that quite... On, on the cuff, off the cuff, you yeah. know, like at the swing of the bat will come straight out, that's what this problem is. But, like, she are on Twitter and someone asked about something, and there was no sort of racial context to it or whatever, I think it was just about something, I can't remember what the original thing was that she was responding to, 
but she said you've got to be careful the whites love divide and rule like they've operated mm. that way for years well, for, you know, it was, I, I could find it in a second but it, the, the term the phrase was whites love divide and rule I remember that yeah. and, and that's pretty fucking racist I'm sorry racism and sexism isn't something that only works one way like sexism against men exists yet mm. it is never spoken of like, I mean we can't really complain we've had the better and since you've just Adam got, and Eve but the only thing you've got to remember about that I remember it at the time and I just think it was clumsily worded because it's a tweet and you've only got 150 Clumsily characters. worded, but I think if that had been, again, a, a man speaking of a woman in that context or a white person speaking against a non-white person in that context, it would have been perceived much differently. I think that... And it, it did give the right-wing media something to dive on. It gave them something to dive on. But nonetheless, it was... This woman contended for leadership, and that's a pretty fucking bad slip of the tongue. That, yeah. You know, it, I'm, I'm sure she was, it was in... You know, if you looked at it in a certain context, it. But she should have known. Actually, putting this on Twitter, that, <laughs> this is. You know, when you write something, you immediately delete it because that could be seen yeah. very badly. You know, <laughs> like, that <laughs> just funny, didn't occur to her. Very you know? funny article about um, MP tweets that um, have since been deleted. Oh, like, really? There's a website that like shows oh, the tweets that have since been deleted. <laughs> um, it got kicked off by this one. I think he's a Conservative MP. He tweeted like. Um, he tweeted something about an interview that had just happened and how it was biased against the Conservatives. Put a link in, and the link was to a porn website. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know if he'd retweeted it and just deleted everything but the link, but the link just linked to a porn website. <laughs> so there was an article based on that of, like, different MP tweets. My favourite one is just um, Frankie Boyle keeps retweeting it. It happened about three years ago. But Frankie Boyle, every now and again, when he's annoyed at Ed Balls, will just retweet this tweet to show that he's an idiot. Yeah. Ed Balls had just tweeted the words, Ed Balls. <laughs> nothing else and then like a few minutes later he deleted it like he just tweeted his own name <laughs> it's like great you can't even use fucking twitter and you oh. want the economy <laughs> what was that macho man randy savage been so fast you can't even talk about it lucky person yeah out there somewhere is gonna win a silver cloud what a lucky 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 person because things are just popping right now things are starting to cultivate things are starting to grow I, I, things are getting real colorful look at that roll just like the silver cloud rolls royce I, i'm very top curious. of the line comparatively speaking you are like a grain of sand in the sahara desert yeah and i am the entire desert go on then i'll give you some top trumps and you you throw some top trumps back at me He's... Um, all right go on i'm gonna not got many you, you'll you'll like number me on top trumps. i won't go through them all right, right go on go on um, what, how should we do it? Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll she do got us like 80 billion from uh, Europe. Okay. Um, a, lot, a, lot, a lot of money from Europe. She secured a good deal from Europe. Okay. We've got to keep it in sound bites. We I know, can't yeah. go on about it. Like, yeah. Even though you'll think, but what about this? We've got to be quiet. Go on. Um, 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 um. She had stupid hair. <laughs> <laughs> you and that one. She had balls. She was the only only prime minister with balls. Ironic with her being the only woman prime minister. She waged an all-out assault on the working classes of the country. I win. <laughs> she had a pearl necklace. <laughs> I'm not the dirty one either. Um, she uh, took our milk. <laughs> she had a funny voice. <laughs> um... Um, she was a fucking racist. <laughs> <laughs> um, she was funny. 
No, sh- um, okay. No, I, I, I don't like to argue, am I? No, I, no I'm just, I heard her say, um, well, she, she said something to someone in Houses of the Parliament. And it was actually quite funny. Like, forget who they are. You just imagine two politicians, one says that. It's quite, it was funny. But, and I'll show it you after. Okay. It, it was quite funny. But, um, so she was funny. Uh, 3.6 million unemployed, which is, what, <laughs> one in, which is one in eight of the population and destroyed our country. Uh, I win that one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, to be honest, I didn't write down the bites, I'm just flicking through uh, the good of Margaret Thatcher's. Uh, only, only person voted three times in 20th in the century. 20th. In 20th century. Um, 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 she's supported capital punishment. I don't know who won that. Handled the Falklands well. Um, well. Have the last word. Have the last word and we'll move on. Um, um, um. <laughs> Too many to pick from. <laughs> I don't know. I was just gonna, I was going to let you have the Falklands one to be honest with you. She she was a dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, that because she was a dick. All right, no, my last. Oh, top I agree Trump. with you though. She was a dick. My last top, top Trump, which I want to be my last word on that chat, yeah, is, is the whole "there's no such thing as society" thing, and that's a that's a lasting legacy. We've never recovered from the policies that she put in place mm. that basically said greed is good. And yeah. You're right for yourself, and crime rates doubled, and you know. Uh, oh. yeah. But yeah, um, she was a dick. Yeah, you know, she was a dick. She did, but she did stick to a plan, which did get you know get things back on track in a sense, in a sense. But the cost was too high. I agree that the cost of what she did was too high. Um, Forty minutes ranting about Thatcher. Have, have either of us changed our opinion in any way? Not really. No. no? Uh, I mean, what about you, listeners? Um, yeah, yeah, listeners. Let us know what you reckon. They're, uh, they're probably shouting, but "Talk about that." But what about this? <laughs> I don't feel like I've made any of the points that I was intending to make. No, well, um, I, I just sort of I've went off my so. little thing quite a bit, but that—that's no. We, all we can do is summarise. We yeah. can't. You know, people will say, "But what about this?" But that one little soundbite you'll say, you know, really in requires a, a long conversation yeah. to get through all the aspects of it. So we we're only going to summarise. So. Do you feel really strongly about it as well? So it, it and like even with you having a friendly conversation where I respect your opinion, I, it does rile me. I'm like, no. <laughs> well, no, I mean, if someone says, John, Margaret Thatcher, you have to say yes or no. Yeah. There's no in between. You have to say yes or no. I'll say no. Mm. You know, because I think the cost was too great. Yeah. I can un- but I can understand both sides. Is it time for that big operation? This may be the most important decision of your life. So come down and talk to one of our qualified surgeons. Here at the Family Heart Center, we feature the complete Jarvik line. Series 7 Sports Heart by Jensen. Yamaha, you pick the heart. Extended warranties, financing. Qualifies for health tax credit. And remember, we care. <laughs> They've had a guy in uh, Panorama. Have had the guy. Do you know the guy who did the Scientology? Um, yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah. He's been to North Korea now, but they've been in the news because I I don't agree with what Panorama did here. The guy went in with the London School of Economics. We're doing a trip to North Korea because there are quite a few visitor trips to North Korea. You yeah. can get in, and I think it was London School of Economics. We're doing a trip, and he went paused as a student there, as one of the students. Right. If his cover got wrapped because there were three other people, you've got camera guys saying, you know. Mm. So there were like three of them went to North Korea with the, the students, posing as mature students. Yeah. If, the, if they'd been caught, 
all them students would be fucked. Yeah. <laughs> the students would have just been fucking murdered. Like Weird, I haven't heard about that. They'd have been detained, the students. I think, you know, because well, there was a thing saying, um, they'd mentioned that they were, there was going to be someone, they'd mentioned they were doing something, but hadn't been quite exclusive with what they were doing, and they should have been. Um, no, but, where are we at with but, North but Korea? We're at North, right, no, this is the thing with North Korea. Right? I read this week, right? Um, the only thing that I've read, I've not kept on top of the news very much. I'm following week. North I've been, Korea. I've been Al Jazeera. Because, do you know the how TV boxes have updated this week? Yeah. You know, you're on Sky, so you probably wouldn't know yeah, about no, it. No, I just came up and said it. On our bedroom telly, you know, it's yeah. all updated. And for some reason, we haven't got BBC. Yeah. So now I can only watch Al Jazeera news, which right. is good. And they follow the fuck out You've got Al Jazeera on your three view. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, but not BBC. Weird. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the, the, le- the only news that I've heard on North yeah. Korea this week is there was a headline. Um, North Korea's missiles are now in an upright position. <laughs> so they're just taking it one little step at a time. Well, no, this is so. the thing. I can't think of a further step. Because yeah. because now... But I keep the, thinking The that. missiles are in... No, because... You know, it's, we're, we're, you know they, they have sort of led it along. But now, now, the latest is... The missile is in position. It's loaded. Yeah. It's aimed <laughs> at, at, at its targets. Now... They just need to press the button. There's no next, you know, yeah. the next point is pressing the button. They yeah. can't, what else can they say? We've polished it. I keep We've thinking, polished I the keep new thinking though. They find another step, won't they, in between? Well, but I, no, I can't there's remember no it. more step. No, it's just pressing the button. I'm sure they'll find some of it. I can't remember who it was who said it. I think it was, um, well, I don't know. Somebody said it to me yesterday. That it's like, North Korea, they're there, and they're like, we're, we're declaring war on the whole world. And the whole world is like, we don't give a shit, North Korea. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> They've apparently, America have said they, they probably have got nuclear weapons. but And yet nobody really cares. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, it's worth the position in the world. If they launch a nuke, it's going to have to go over Chinese airspace or Russian airspace. China are backing them pretty much, aren't they? Like, well, no. It's like, to, to today China. I've been watching news this morning. John, John Kerry's in China right now. Yeah. Um, and he has been saying... You know, the response we got from China has been pretty much exactly what we wanted. Yeah. Uh, They're on our side. They're going to try and help defuse the situation. So, last thing China want is to get dragged into something because of the fucking neighbours. Yeah. You know, the insane... The the reason China prop up North Korea is because if they didn't, North Korea would fall apart and North Koreans would go to China. Mm. The brainwashed for generations people, millions of them would flood into China. But have you seen the size of North Korea compared to China on the map? Yeah. It's just nothing, is it? Oh, no, it's, it's like, nothing, but it's... it's I was wondering... The fallout would fall into China. Because I was wondering China. why China just allow it to happen. And is it because they don't want South Korea to warm that little area next to them in case sort of Western... Uh, the last thing they want is a war on the doorstep. Yeah. You know, because that war is potentially nuclear. Mm. Radiation and everything. You know, China can suffer. They're the best... You know, so their position is... Right, we hold this nation together. Well, they're allies because we're holding them together, but th- this ally that we're holding together is barking nuclear threats at yeah. the other world superpowers, you know. Because North Korea are just as pissed off as Japan. Like, apparently, they, they could Keep launch on Japan. Because is that because Japan have got um, an American um, yeah, but, uh, an embassy or whatever? Yeah, um, the, America can use China as uh, Japan as sort of a... You know, docking park. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's, I think that that's why they're stop over point. I think that's why they're thinking Japan because it's relatively close to them and it's sort of an American ally. Yeah, and South Korea are America's allies. Yeah, North and South Korea are just 
been kicking off at each other for ages. But even Japan, like, fuck off North Korea. Have know? you ever seen the Simpsons movie? Uh, yeah. Do you know why they like, put that big dome over Springfield? Yeah, yeah. Just do that to North Korea. <laughs> <laughs> Just put a massive, like, on. Uh, breachable perspex dawn yeah. of a North Korea and just be like right you're on your own it's just getting a bit Kim Jong unbelievable if you like. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's that's. to be fair that's everything oh no Madonna's been in the news oh yeah I fucking oh. hate Madonna me yeah me too I really hate Madonna um, she's been criticised quite heavily by the head for looking of... like a piece of raw <laughs> <laughs> she does that yeah <laughs> Sorry, I could just imagine someone <laughs> twisting her up. Yeah. That image is just coming my head, and it does actually look a bit like Madonna. But um, no, the, she's been criticised by the head of one of her charity groups. Yeah, uh, you know, um, one of her African charity groups because her her company had promised all these new schools and all this, you know, all these new schools, and the company were boasting we're building all this stuff, we're putting all these new schools in. we you know, basically the company was. Absolutely, using the fact that you know she's not gone donating money, saying look, I don't want pub-. you know she's trying to get as much publicity from it as possible, which is you know and you could argue happy days it raises awareness and all that. Yeah, it's a bit it's a touchy issue because she does put a lot of money in, but it's emerged that she hasn't been funding new schools. Instead, what the company have done has built a couple a couple of classrooms in already school areas. Right. And, like, the, the head of one of these charities was saying, well, no, they used to study outside. I mean, they have a bit more security now because there's, yeah. there's a room to do it in. Um, but they're not new schools. Like, these are people who are here learning anyway. Yeah. You know, this hasn't re- really helped. If you're not, like, it's not what she's boasting it, what her company is bragging it to be. Yeah. And she was criticised because as soon as she lands, you know, as soon as the plane comes... She was sort of pissed off that there weren't this red carpet rolled out for her. Really? Like, yeah, she... And, and I've, the thing is, like, and, uh, her, Madonna's people have rejected that entirely. Um, but I think this woman's got nothing to gain from saying that. You know, yeah. So why would she be saying it? You know, Madonna was <laughs> expecting this sort of, you know, godly treatment as yeah. soon as she arrived. And I've heard similar things from other people. Well, she'd been on a pedestal for like her entire adult yeah, life hasn't yeah. she it must warp like, Justin Bieber in 20 years time is going to be a tyrant yeah yeah <laughs> he's going to run North Korea <laughs> <laughs> well no just let him stay there but um but no basically people were saying you know that's not true at all this that and the other and I, I remember a band a band member of I think they're pretty big now I forgot who it's a name of someone mm. who's still a lot around uh, this band member he, he was being interviewed and someone said and what you know what's this about Madonna there's something about you and Madonna and he's, the, the guy was like, this is in an interview. He yeah. was saying, oh, pff, do we have to talk about it? You know, he didn't want to. But the interviewer pressed him. And he said, well, no, basically, we're at an award show thing. And Madonna was stood right next to me just as we were waiting for something. And I said, hi, it's nice to meet you. And she just looked, looked down at me like, and went, who are you? Yeah. You know, and the guy, the guy said, you know, I, I just wanted to say, I'm just a guy saying hello. You know, yeah. what, <laughs> what's the problem? You know? <laughs> Um, so yeah I get that impression Madonna's very much like that but now it's spilled over to a charity at first so yeah. Madonna's a twat basically <laughs> <laughs> I'd always had that impression of Madonna anyway yeah, to be honest yeah, yeah exactly um, um, what else has happened in the news this week see, see nothing really You've I've got a to... bit of um, a, a little bit of a silent green update I'll keep it quick because I don't know too much about it it's people silent green is made out of people yeah, go on. But the headline on Sky News was uh, 50,000 tonnes of beef recalled. 
Mm. Um, and from what I can remember of it, it's mostly corned beef. Where again, you know, like, last time I was talking about it, they were saying they couldn't figure out what kind of meat it is. Yeah. It's that again. They yeah. just can't figure out what kind of meat it is. Because it's people. <laughs> Silent Green is people. There's horse tranquilizer in food now. That's, yeah, that's yeah, the about that, yeah. There's horse tranquilizer in yeah. food. Soon <laughs> ketamine. The zombie virus, man. The zombie virus will be in food. No, it's ketamine. You buy some corned beef and you'll get fucking mangled. <laughs> you'll be dancing all night. Listen to me, Hatcher. You gotta tell him Silent Breed is people! I've got good news. Yeah, good news. Give us some good news. We were gonna do this good news thing, and I've been meaning to do it ever since we said we were gonna do it every week, which was like four weeks ago. <laughs> we haven't um, told you any good news. Harshall uh, posted just the words on my Facebook wall about a month ago, suspended coffee. And I was like, what? He went, just Google it. So I Googled it, and it's cool as fuck, and it's starting to spread. Like, um, it's this thing, I think, I think it started in Italy. And this guy wrote an article about it. He was sat in a cafe, and this guy came in. He was like, well, just watching the guy at the till in the coop. This guy came in and went, can I get um, three coffees, please? Two of them suspended. And the guy just, like, gave him a coffee, like, one coffee. And then he walked off and paid for three coffees. So this, like, journalist who was writing the article, he went to his friend and was like, what? What's a suspended coffee? And he's like, well, it's an old tradition that we've got here. We've had it, like, um, for forever or for all my life. Uh, if you go into a coffee and you've got, like, a bit of extra change in your pocket... You'll buy a suspended coffee, and then if somebody else doesn't have money, they can come in and just go to the till and go, have you got any suspended coffees? Yeah. And then they get a free coffee. Um, so it's like, you don't have to borrow money from anybody or anything like that. If you're just down on your luck that day and you've not got any money, then you can just go in and ask if they've got any yeah. like free coffees. That's cool. Um, and yeah, so there's a campaign to sort of get it going in other places, because it started to spread to different places now, yeah. I think since this article, possibly. Um, okay. And like, Starbucks have said that they're going to start doing it in uh, the UK. But to me, the way that they're doing it isn't quite right. Cause Why are they doing it so then they're registering as a charity <laughs> for people yeah. and saving tax? Well, I mean, the way that I would imagine it should be done is you just go in and you're like, can I get a coffee and a suspended coffee? And they just put a bottle cap in a jar. So then you could just come in and you could just take the bottle cap out of the jar and pay for a coffee with that because yeah. it's already been paid for. Yeah. So like something like that. Yeah, yeah. But the way that Starbucks are doing it is you can get a suspended coffee and you just give the price of. Um, you, you pay for a coffee and that the profit that they would have made on that coffee goes to charity. So they're probably actually keeping some of that money. Yeah, if, if, you, if you're going to go about it in a roundabout way, you have to sniff at why. Like, the reason Can't you just do it in that nice, straightforward yeah. way? I'd say that the reasons are they don't want homeless people in Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, which, you know, it's a fucking coffee shop. Give give people a coffee if you've got them. Yeah, if there's a free coffee for in, anyone can have it. And um, also, they like saying this is a way to sort of give back there's a, there is a system of giving back. It's called fucking tax. <laughs> That's how you give back. You you give some money from the profits that you've made, which then gets to the people who don't have as much as you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe you want to might might want to pay your tax first. Uh, there's there's a similar thing in shops. They'll sometimes have a little basket, and you can put your change in there. So then, if someone say like ten p short or something, yeah. they can take from that. Yeah, yeah. I've seen some shops operating a similar thing. And it's, it's a good idea. I think one, having one of those back because kids come in and try and nick it off. Yeah, but you just know, a bottle cap. A bottle you actually cap, put, you yeah. put it through the till as a suspended coffee and then you put like a little token yeah. into a jar. And then you don't even need to ask for a suspended coffee. You just come in and take a token. Yeah. Pay for a coffee with That's that. That's it. You can just see yeah. just at the counter. Oh, yeah, there's lots of tokens in yeah, there. Yeah. And I just think it's cool. It's, it's quite nice just to yeah. think that you've got some extra change and you're like, oh, it's 
sort of pay it you forward know, to the next know, person who's not got money. If, if that hap- if that gets rolled out, and it, it, that, that is good news, that. It's just nice. I, I can tell how, how bad, something bad will come from it, right? You'll get Daily Mail or someone. Yeah. Well, we'll headline, guy claims 10 free coffees a day. <laughs> <laughs> no, no matter what walk of life you've got, there's going to be a douchebag who takes advantage of a good thing. Yeah. But you know what? The overwhelming majority will probably... See that as a good thing. And I'd say it'd be a good thing, and you, you'd all, you'd always sort of assume the worst, wouldn't you? But yeah. at the same time, it's, there's just something nice in sort of giving to someone who you're never going to meet. Yeah, a coffee. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what, I've got a spot of good news that emerged from bad news, like really, yeah. bad, really bad news. Remember that gothic girl who got yeah, kicked, yeah. kicked in the head and killed? Yeah, you know her and her boyfriend just because they dress like goths. Um, it's now a hate crime if you yeah. attack someone over the way they look. Which I'm, I'm all for that. I'm all for the Daily um, Mail has come out just fucking, ranting about I'm it. Fucking well for that. How could you be against it? Yeah. What, what how is could the you logic? Be you just have to be I such mean, a hateful fuckwit. You know, we grew up in more of a not emo or goth, but more of a sort of moshery. Yeah. We were like baggy jeans and we got that sort of thing, and we got shit. Yeah. Constantly hurled at us constantly. I mean, we're lucky with physical attack. We got. Like, we've been physically, you know, hit on before. Luckily, not like I don't think we can cry tears over it because I think people have had it felt you know had to deal with fair more you lived in a lot of fear though I lived in a no, lot of fear no you lived like... in fear but if I want to go shop I'd have to think which route am I going to yeah. take because if yeah. I go Morrison's there's going to be all this gang outside it that are going to yeah. want to kick off and start something because I'm wearing baggy jeans and you know what if they come over and throw bottles at your head and kick your face in and stuff fucking right they've got a record for yeah. having a hate crime against them fucking right so I'm all, I'm well for that mate yeah so and like the in, in Manchester, like, the day after that became a thing, they obviously want to, you know, jump on a case. It yeah. happened, as, like, that day yeah. that it became a... Um, that would be a thing now. It's a hate crime if you attack someone over the way you like. You look. Uh, an emo guy in Manchester got beat up, like, that day, yeah. over the way he looks, and the people were all arrested, and, you know, they're basically dragging them through the streets with it now. You need an example just to show people, yeah, if you attack someone over the way they look... It's acknowledging it as a problem, isn't it? Cause yeah. that's the way that I felt when I was a kid, and I, I didn't used to dress pretty. I wasn't, like... No, I wasn't that outlandish. I just no, exactly. Pants, I, I think if we'd have won more out there stuff, it would, we'd have had it a lot worse. But I remember one time, um, Chud was just sort of walking on, and he told me about it afterwards. And you'd do, we'd always get shit for the way that we were dressing. Yeah. And you, like, it'd get to you, because you'd be like... Why well, there's nothing being done about these people who are just... Yeah, like, yeah. You know. And if you call the police, they're going to come along, well, do you want to prosecute? Because then it's this whole yeah, well, pro- processing system and... Our friend Chud was walking along and a cop car just pulled up at the side of it on the street. Mm. And they were like, hey, mate, we're well, the fashion police, what are you wearing? A cop? Yeah. It's like, how are you going to feel when you're getting so much shit from all these other people and then the actual people are meant to be sort of looking after you? It's yeah. like in the piss as well. Yeah. So it's good that it's acknowledged as a problem. Yeah, no, exactly. I'm, I'm all for that, mate, because... I'm sorry, chavvy bastards who, who attack people yeah. over the way they look should have the fucking book thrown at them and have that on the profile for the lives. Yeah. This is what you've done. This is, you know, that's, it's fucking appalling. It's the same as racism or, yeah. you know, attacking someone because, you know, that, that guy's Polish, let's kick the shit out of him. That guy dresses like, you know, in a complete different way from us, let's kick the shit out of him. That's yeah. a hate crime. Yeah, yeah. It, fucking right. So that was good news. I saw that and I just thought, fucking, yeah. you know, faith in humanity restored. Um, For now. This is the news. I don't think I've got any more news. I could make some stuff up for. Um, <laughs> the, oh, this isn't made up. There's, um, no. Right. It, it, Wait, the, the, the weatherman. Is the weatherman um, a paedophile? 
What? <laughs> it's a weird question, isn't it? Yeah. Um, is the weatherman a paedophile? Um, I, I think he's the latest celebrity to be in a sex scandal. You know, Fred the Weatherman. He's Fred the Weatherman? Fred the Weatherman. Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know the details of it, but celebrity... Yeah. Don't worry, that'll explode that if it... I don't want to say that he is a paedophile, because I, I can't remember what it said. Yeah, don't worry, we'll give it a bit of time, it'll come yeah. out if, if it's happened. Who's, um, the, who's the next celebrity paedophile? Yeah, yeah, top five next celebrity <laughs> paedophile. <laughs> Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> he's fallen on hard times, hasn't he? Like seven days in the life of Craig David in 2013 isn't the same as it used to be back when he, he was at his hair there. I like Craig David. I watched the docu- I think it was Fern Britain was yeah. spent a weekend with Craig David at his pan in America, and he seems like a really cool guy. Yeah, like a really nice guy. Because yeah. I'd imagine like seven days in his life used to be. He meets a girl on Monday. Yeah, takes her for a drink on Tuesday. Making makes love. Yeah, they were making love by Wednesday. By Wednesday and on Thursday and Friday and Saturday, and then on Sunday just like have a bit of a chill. Mm. Nowadays, I reckon it's just like I always. Is that what he says? Show. Chill on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. I thought he said jail on Sunday. Jail. It sounds like <laughs> no. The song sounds like he's saying, "You know, I met this girl on Monday, took yeah. her a drink on Tuesday. We were making love by Wednesday, and on Thursday and Friday and Saturday in jail on Sunday." <laughs> That's what I thought he said. And I thought, was this girl like 14 or something? <laughs> That's what I used to think. That's what I used to Maybe he will be the next celebrity <laughs> pedophile. That's what I thought. That, I thought he said in jail on Sunday. Brilliant. I, I was just basing it on nothing. Um, it's probably not going to be the next celebrity pedophile, but I'm just thinking that seven days in his life, nowadays it's mm. sort of a sad affair. Like, right. wakes up on Monday... Goes to the shop, goes back home, watches this morning. Cries over his career on wakes, Tuesday. Wakes up at two on Tuesday, eats some muesli, has a bit of a cry, carries on crying all the way through Wednesday and Thursday. <laughs> and, like, goes to the shop again on Friday, wearing the same clothes that he was wearing on Monday morning. <laughs> Saturday listens to all his albums, one after the other, um, alone, crying. <laughs> chills on Sunday. What's Craig David? <laughs> right, Craig David's another who just has this sort of hate campaign against him. <laughs> and why? Well, I don't know. He had a bit douchey songs, but loads of people have douchey songs. Yeah, I've got some more good news. Okay. Organ donations are up by 50% Oh yeah. Uh, over last year. Mm. Which is, you know, 50, you think 50%, that's well good. But it was 1,200 people. Yeah, is that all? Yeah. And I thought that, you know, that's not really something to brag about. I think organ donations should be an opt-out thing, not opt-in. Yeah. I think it should be an opt-out thing. I was hearing something opt-out about... unless your family decide. Well, you know, I, I was hearing something about unless your family can decide, even if you've got a donor card, yeah. you've opted in. Yeah. Your family can then say no. That shouldn't be allowed. It's for threat of massive lawsuits against NHS. Yeah, you know, yeah it, it should be allowed. No, no, I reckon if you've got... A, I have a donor card. If you don't have a donor card, go on and get a donor card. Don't be a dick. Yeah. You could die and save, like, four people's lives with your, donor, with your organs. Why? Oh. Why would anyone not donate their organs? Oh, your organs could end up in uh, Tesco corned beef. <laughs> yeah, or you could end up in some food. Yeah, cut price you, know, food. You, you could be the start of the Soylent Green. Yeah, yeah. Right. Don't you want to be Soylent Green? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think it should be... Because the thing is, that why most people wouldn't donate their organs is, I guess, normally religious reasons, right? Yeah. But the thing is, if your God is all-loving... He'll like what you've done. Mm. He's not going to see you and go, whoa, whoa, where's your lungs? Where's your lungs? <laughs> you ain't coming heaven without your lungs, dickhead. <laughs> Fuck off. Go on, go to hell. You know, he's, surely he's going to say, oh, you gave all this, you know, I, I can't understand the religious argument. Is what oh, I'm yeah. saying. I don't As if you're going to get to hell and the devil will be there and be like, well, you uh, donated <laughs> your earthly organs to somebody in need. 
welcome to hell, you prick. Yeah, yeah you wanker. <laughs> no, the, I always thought of it like this, right? Surely, if, if you talk down religion all your life, you know, you, you pissed off the religion, you say belief in God's ridiculous, you try and get as many... You know, imagine, like, you're Richard Dawkins, you want to get as many people as yeah. possible off, off religion, and you die. Lo and behold, it's all true. You go to hell. You've done the devil's work. Yeah. Surely the devil's going to go, welcome, mate. You've done a fucking cracking job turning everyone off God. Surely, why, why would the devil talk to you? Yeah. The devil's all that's wrong, and if you've been wrong, surely he'll think you're right. Yeah. I, I don't, you know what I mean? I always imagined when I was younger, and just a bit ignorant to things, I always imagined hell, heaven would be full of sort of Barbies and Kens, and hell would be full of, like, action man and stuff. Yeah. So I figured it was probably cool. Yeah, hell was probably that. I, I remember thinking that in primary school. They say 20 seconds in the California sunshine is too much these days. Ever since we lost the ozone layer. But that was before sunblock 5000. Just apply a pint to your body. You're good for hours. Anything else happened in the news? There's uh, a segue right there, isn't there? David Cameron um, is, is, making it, is making it compulsory for all people under the age of six to smoke. No, I've just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've run out of you. Is Nick Clegg still smoking? Not a popular angle for. Uh... The head of the party to be a smoker, is it? Barack Obama smokes. Does it? I think so, yeah. God, to keep that quiet. Yeah, it's, um, well, I used to, and I've not had anything that's quiet. Yeah. You don't smoke in public, does he? You're not going to see that speech with a fact. But I'm sure Barack Obama smokes. Yeah. I'm not surprised that. Yeah. As a society, we're sort of turning off that. I reckon. Snoop Dogg, um, Snoop Dogg claims that Barack Obama smoked weed in the uh, Oval Office. Or, uh, in the Oval Office? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's. In the old, I saw this. He's not. I don't. He's not Snoop Dogg anymore. He's Snoop Lion. I saw this brilliant thing about Snoop Dogg on uh, Snoop, Russell Howard's Snoop Good Lion. News. On, about Snoop Lion, yeah. Yeah. Um, on Russell Howard's Good News, um, it was amazing. Like Snoop Dogg, for some reason, just went on like his website or his TV show or whatever, and just gave a shout out to this farmer in like Dorset. This old farmer for growing the best turnip at this competition, and there's like there's the actual video of him just going like, I just want to give a shout out to my my boy uh, Charles Charles um, Herbert or whatever yeah. for growing the best turnip at the uh, Darwin um, turnip growing show. Peace to you. And then like like he went and played some show somewhere, and he gave this farmer who had never met, <laughs> and this guy's like a proper old man, wouldn't listen to Snoop Dogg. Yeah. He just got him backstage, passes to go and meet Snoop Dogg, and the news were interviewing this guy, and they were like, um, so what did you talk about? What happened? And he's like, well, he was very nice. Like, it, the show was quite loud, uh, but Snoop Dogg was very nice, and uh, I went backstage and I met him, and I had a bit of a smart with him, and the news person was like, I hope that you mean cigarettes, and he was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, I don't usually smoke it, but I was just being polite. <laughs> there, there was another one, actually, another rapper. I think it was someone as big as, like, 50 Cent or Jay-Z or someone like that. Didn't follow anyone on Twitter. Just followed this one guy. Yeah. And he's, like, this 16-year-old normal lad. And this lad got, like, millions of followers because he's the only person this rapper followed. I think it's for funny stuff like that. But people have a sense of humour, Twitter's. But, yeah, like, yeah. You know, I enjoy it for that. But no, rappers can be more funny with stuff like that. Um, I'm old on the news. I'm starting to yeah. make things up now. Nick Clegg has um, 
kicked uh, an elderly woman in the face just for wearing red. He's a crip. You see, he's a crip. Footage has emerged of Boris Johnson taking a shit in a back street. <laughs> Seriously. He, he squats down behind this bin. <laughs> sit, like, not, like, it's, it's sort of a grainy picture, but he's squatting behind this bin and you can just see him giving the finger to the camera yeah. as, 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 as the turd falls from his ass. It, is a, it has emerged that Ed Miliband is entirely claymation. <laughs> <laughs> He, he was he was made by the Wallace and Gromit. Yeah, he was made by um by like Jim Henson or whatever. Um, <laughs> Ed, it's emerged that Ed Ball's actual real second name is Testicles. <laughs> no, it's, it's emerged Ed Miliband and David Miliband are in fact the same person. <laughs> Scott Steiner first match back with Beer Money. The three of you are going to be taking on three members of Immortal. That's right. It's going to be going to be. Be-, 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 be the first match. It's going to be like a match I had two years ago. It's going to be like a match I had at the beginning of my career. I'm going to stick my size 12 so f- Give me. <laughs> I'm going to stick my boots so far up your ass. You're going to be suit. You're going to be flossing with my shoelaces. Now, Ted Rob Terry, you're obviously following a model of immortal. Say your prayers. Take your vitamins. It's just too damn bad. They don't make vitamins for coordination. Welcome to Club Quiet Guys. Club Quiet Guys, everyone. This is the part of the show where we stop talking about the news and we start talking about just whatever random stuff. It's going to be covered well everything that's happened this week. Yeah. Easily. Easily, which is right. just the fact of like, well, well, I'll tell you what, can we, can we jump in? we got a package. Yeah. we got a package. I'm quite eager to see what's in it. I'll explain. Um, during the week, quite soon after we posted the last podcast... Um, I had a day off work and I was like just chilling on the couch watching TV and I heard a massive thud coming through the front door so I went on a look and we'd had a package through addressed to um, Club Quitegeist um, and then the message on the back says Tin and Des to be opened during recording of episode 8 and then it says GPO and so it's quite intriguing we don't know what it is so I'm thinking maybe our top five this week should be top five things that might be in the package. <laughs> oh, good idea. Somebody posted some on Facebook. I'll try and find them. I think it was Barry Pilling posted a top five, like... Right, well, let me hold it. Let me hold it while you check that. Okay. Let me hold it. Right, because we've got to guess what's in it. Right, listen, listen. That's what it sounds like. It's got a bit of a rattle, hasn't it? It, it has a rattle. It bends. It, it's a bit soft as well. Is it? It's, it? It feels like it might be... Part of an outfit. Part of an outfit. Uh, it's soft, but we've heard bits in it. You know what? No, you know what I mean. It's soft, but we've heard bits in it. Yeah. So it's like it's an item of clothing, but it's got hard bits in it. So it might. So it might be like a part of an outfit or something. Here's some suggestions from Facebook about what might be in there. Right. Stu, who does the Words of Crumb podcast, um, said it's either a sex tape. No, if either of you has a sex tape, I'd be getting especially worried. Have you got a sex tape, Des? Nothing that's out there. We've got sex out together. <laughs> yeah, but it's not out there, so no, we're yeah. all right. Um, and then Barry Pilling put top five things that might be in the envelope. Number five, wrestling figures. I hope so. Oh, I hope so. I don't think so. I don't. This doesn't feel like a figure. A tin of corned beef containing human meat. He's, he's ahead of what we were going to talk about there. I know, yeah. <laughs> um, maybe he's subliminally put that in my head. Um, and <laughs> Number three, an actual gun. <laughs> it's the funniest peeling gun I've ever had. Um, number two, ten thousand pound in North Korean banknotes. <laughs> <laughs> and number one, catch it. 
Ooh, I hope not. I no, I hope it's not. It. It's got a bit of a rattle though, and dry catcher could have a rattle too. Maybe it's the um Maybe it's the zombie apocalypse virus. Thatcher's teeth. Ooh. Thatcher's her. Thatcher's her. <laughs> Thatcher's her. Uh, should should we open it? Right, you open it, mate, and you have to be honest. What do you reckon it is? Um, um a toy. I think it's a toy of some description. It's a toy. I reckon it's a toy. It's rattling, and it's a bit hard and soft in places. I'm wondering if it'll be like something to eat. Then again, the soft might just be bubble wrap or something. I don't know. Yeah. Open it up. Let's have yeah. a look. Let's have it a is look. bubble wrap. It's a jiffy bag. It's in yeah. a jiffy bag. Just want to. Yeah. Did you hear that pop? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's bubble wrap. Right. Oh. Open it up. <coughs> I'm quite intrigued. I feel a bit Christmassy. What have we got here? There's quite a lot of stuff in here. Fucking hell, there's loads of stuff. Oh, man! Second class stamps! Yes! <laughs> stamps! I should have not done the sponsorship message this week. No, no, we'll get on to that now. That, that's perfect timing, that. What stamps! That? That's, is that a dog treat? Is tree? that a dog treat? Right, okay, we'll go. Right, yeah, yeah, we'll go. There's a lot of stuff in here. Oh, whoa, man! Shit, yes! There's a lot of stuff in here, so we'll go through one at a time. Right, right, right we'll start with First it. one, we've got two second-class stamps, yep. which were requested last week by our sponsor, Garswood Post Office. Service yep. with a smile, but the smile class extra. Right, um, right, I've had a thought, Martin. Right, there's two stamps here, which is perfect, right? No, I'm setting an ongoing task for, for Quiet Guys now. This is this is going to be an ongoing thing for Quiet Guys, right? Yeah. We have to use this stamp and get as much free stuff as possible. By using that stamp. Okay. Basically, right. So, we've got to send off letters. We've got to post what our letters are. We've got a fair amount of free shit here. In rec- I know, we've got loads of shit, actually. Yeah. This is well good. Right, but no, we're going to start a trend. I'm going to write a letter, and I'm going to try and get some free shit. Awesome. I'm going to send it. We've got two stamps, though. We can have one each. We can have a yeah, that's, that, that's what I mean. We've got to see who can get most free shit. Okay, okay. With and, a second-class stamp. As yeah, well, yeah, stamp yeah. you've got to send it with a second-class stamp. <laughs> That's the point. No, don't right. worry, I've already I, got I'll an idea. I'll take that challenge. I'm, I'll, I'll take the challenge. challenge. I've got an idea for what I'm going to do. Um, okay, as well as two second-class stamps, which is going to start a competition between us for getting free shit, we've also got what appears to be a dog treat, I think. Yeah, yeah, one of them sort of twirly we've got dog treats. Some, um, it actually smells quite nice. Oh, we've got it? two of them. <laughs> two uh, self-tan wipes. <laughs> no. Hang on, self-tan wipes? Yeah. Go for it, there's self-tan. Uh, no, I'll do it for when Mega gets home later. She'll get home <laughs> and I'll just tan to her. I'll, I'll do my hair like someone from, like, New Jersey. <laughs> I'm gonna make just give yourself blonde tips. Yeah. Oh, um, perfect. Yeah, two self-tan wipes. So, okay. um, I'll use those. Okay, there you go. Self-tan wipes. Yeah. We've got and some of those old... Um, candy sticks. Candy sticks. Yeah, we used to pretend they were cigarettes. Well, <laughs> these are just the candy stick ones, but they actually used to do those chocolate cigarettes, didn't they? That looks like, actually they looked like, like cigarettes. cigarettes. They had, like, the sort of plaster-coloured bit at the proper, bottom. Proper bad. <laughs> yeah, I know. I kept, like... So yeah. then kids could hold them pretending they were smoking yeah, yeah. and look cool. Not not good. A different time. But we've got um, Spider-Man ones here. Yeah, they're well Spider-Sense Spider-Man candy sticks. Um, action scene tattoo inside. Ooh. Oh, right. Tat- <laughs> right, we're tattooing, Martin. Let's get this fucker open. Oh, oh who's my tattoo? What's my tattoo of? I love these tattoos. They never worked on me as a kid, though. No. I always got too impatient when I got water on them. I just used to, can't you just lick them? Can you? Oh, no, I'd always lick them, but not when they were better if you put the water on. Uh, I've just got, like, a Spider-Man in an oval. Let's have a look. Which I will slap on my arm right now. Spider-Man's head in an oval, I've got I know, I'm going for a run in a bit. It'll go all weird if I put it on there. I'll sweat it off and it'll... I'll put it on. 
on. What, should I just slap that over my arm, yeah? On your forehead. <laughs> on fo- no, I'm getting the train on. Um, no, I'll put it on my arm. Yeah. In fact, no, I'll put it on my... Which way should I put it? Should I put it that way or that way? Um, Probably that way. Yeah, that yeah, way. Yes, and as I look at it, it's facing me. Right, I'm putting it on my arm. I'll, I'll put the picture up online. Shall I just stick that on my arm then? Do I not have to lick my arm? You, no, you don't like your arm first. Should I like that? I, I don't know how it works. the other side, don't you? That, oh, I, oh, no, no, you slap it on your arm first and then you wet the other side of the thing so that it comes off. Oh, no, no, no. Peel the protective paper, which I've done, place the tattoo on the hand, wash it with water, press down for 20 seconds. Right. Right. I've pressed it down. Right, I'm going to press it down and then I'm going to wet it for a minute. Right. Right. I'll leave you to that while I go through what else we've got. We've got dairy milk with Oreo. Which makes me know damn well who's brought me. Who's brought yeah, it's, it's clearly from uh, Garswood Post Office, our sponsor. Herschel, you are a fucking legend. The many perks. Always put a little note in. Oh, we've got a note. Read it out. Read it so, out. Club Quite Geist, thanks for the plug. Keep them coming. Enjoy these treats, you fucks, and keep on plugging my office or else. From Garswood Post Office, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the type of um, Which brilliant, is the happy so- service that you can get. Yeah, I was just going to say, that's the sort of service you'll get if you go to Garswood Post yeah. Office. You know what? I want someone to go out of their way to go to Garswood Post Office. <laughs> just go in and make a purchase of any sort. You ha- do it. Go- it's in Garswood. It's not that far. I want you to go to Garswood Post Office. It's near Wigan. And I want you to go in and ask them for Silent Green. That's the mission. <laughs> the first person who can get a recording on their iPhone and send it right. to us wins something. They will win a prize. We've got. They sent us a cigar, a little cheap cigar. You it's can. A cigar. Yeah, right. you'll win this cigar if you go into Garswood Post Office and ask for Silent Green and get proof that you've done it. Then you'll win a cigar. So there you go. What else has he sent us? He's also sent I us. Got, I've got my idea. What? I got. I'll, I'll tell you when it comes in. Okay. Des is in the kitchen right now, running water on him on his tattoo. Um, we've, he's also sent us a so juicy cooks in the bag in its own juice garlic for chicken. Um, so yeah, I'll enjoy that. Right. Right, there we go. So I'm gonna hold this thing for twenty seconds, and then the tattoo should emerge complete. So that's everything. So that. The second class stamp will come back to you because we're going to get some free shit from that. The competition is who can get the most free shit. I'm going to get loads of free shit, mate, and just you watch. From one second class stamp, so you've only got one letter there. And I'm just going to promise a big plug. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to promise, don't worry, I've got such a good idea. I'm going to send an awesome letter. But I'm not going to to send it as an email, I'm going to send it with that stamp. You have to send your letter with a second class stamp and get a response. I know who I'm going to. Right, I've not, I've not, I don't know yet. But I will win. I'm determined to win. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that is pretty cool. Hang on. now got a, a Spider-Man. I'm taking a picture and putting this up online now. Do it. I'm going to... Hang on. Here we go. Um, so that's everything in the uh, mystery package. Quite impressive. Thank you very much, Garswood Post Office. Garswood Post Office, you're awesome. Right, if anyone else goes to Garswood Post Office and we get confirmation that you've been... We will plug anything that you want us to plug. Yep. You can say, right, I went goes with post office, and now I'm. I want you to discuss this, or I want you to talk about this. We will do it. We will discuss anything, so long as you go to guys with post office. And just so that um, he knows that you're part of Club Quite Guys, ask for Silent Green. Yes. Ask him for a tin of Silent Green. <laughs> right. You'll probably end up getting his dad. <laughs> <laughs> like what? I know. Yeah, you'll go in and see like his dad or something. <laughs> 
But do it anyway, fuck it. Yeah, do it anyway. He'll still love the joke. So what else is happening in the club this week? Last week we talked about top five wrestlers and I forgot to post anywhere. Give me a top five wrestler, so I don't have a, a listener um, top uh, five. No, we, we have our top five wrestlers, though. Yeah. And, and they're pretty similar, aren't they? There's not much of a straight, yeah. straight there, is there? So should we do a top five this week or have we done it in the top five things that might be in the... Um, um I can't think of top five... Top five. I think Club Quite Guys this week might just be the package. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the the club this week. <laughs> to be honest, I want to go now so then I can eat some of this stuff. <laughs> like this dairy milk. Oh, you're... oh sexual. Oh, I want to eat that. They're awesome. Dairy milk. Or... Oh, no, I've got a blender. Oh, my mic and ice cream on my own. Make a milkshake. Just get it away from me. <laughs> I can't be doing with all this junk food. I've just got fucking biscuits everywhere and stuff. Um... Right, we're fucking done. <laughs> yes, yeah. the end of Octogeist. Right, I'm posting this online now. Herschel Patel, you are a legend. Done. Octogeist. Octogeist is over. That's eight down now. Eight quite guys down. Uh, thank you all very, very much. Go, on, go online to see the picture of the Spider-Man tattoo I'm wearing. And uh, spread the word. Um, every time you like us on Facebook or, or share us on Twitter or whatever, it... it Potentially could get somebody else to. Yeah, we have an app that says how many people have been able to see what we've put on, like, you know, what Quiet Guys podcast has said. So if you see Quiet Guys podcast, share it and stuff. Yeah, if you like it, then the chances are that it'll come up in in your, like, new stream and then somebody else will see it. So. Yeah. So keep the word spreading. So spread the good word of Quiet Guys. Mm hmm. Um, We will see you next week. Bye. Bye bye. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. Batman to become a henpecked husband and Mrs. Batman, Gotham City's arch criminals. Do you, Marsha, take this Batman to be your lawful wedded husband, to love, honor, and obey as long as you both shall live? I do. And do you, Batman, take this woman to be your lawful wedded wife, to love, honor, and cherish as long as you shall live? I. I. Say, I do. Mr. and Mrs. Batman, the dynamic duo may become a trio. The Queen of Diamonds aims high. Find out tomorrow whether she misses or misses. Same bat time, same bat channel. And hang on to your rice. (laughs) 